This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I can make it through the rain. I will stand up once again on my own. And I know that I'm strong enough to mend. Wow. (laughs) 9 a.m. 9 a.m. Mariah Carey through the rain. Oh my God, the whistle tone. I can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he'd be like. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You just just scream. (laughs) Hope you enjoy this podcast. Yeah, thank you. Hey, if you're just waking up and you're on the train, (laughs) yikes. Um, I think that Matt Rogers. I could be mistaken the song, but I'm fairly certain he wrote the lyrics to Through the Rain as a poem that, like, <laughs> I think he, like, plagiarized Mariah Carey. I, Matt Rogers can and, do like, no wrong. And, like, handed it in to the teacher, to his, like, fourth grade <laughs> teacher. And the teacher was like, this is the most gorgeous thing I've ever read, not knowing it was Mariah And he's Carey's like, song. thank you. <laughs> yeah. Matt has one of my favorite stories. Like, I saw Mariah Carey in her Heartbreaker tour, or, like, the Rainbow yeah. tour. And she walked out, and she goes, do we like the ensemble? And then everyone screamed for, like, ten minutes. <laughs> I was like, that's so funny to me. That that's the memory uh, that Matt took away from Mariah Carey's I concert. I mean, God. You know, we're going to get back into Mariah Carey because guess what? The year's 2004. Not a, a, a particularly great year for her, but 2005 was. 2005 was Emancipation, Emancipation of Mimi. Emancipation of Mimi. So, so Glitter happened in like 2000. Mm-hmm. Actually, like the day before 9-11. And then... Oh, yeah, I remember that. She went away, and then she did Charm Bracelet, which is one of my favorite albums. But it wasn't, like, super successful, but she started touring with that album. And through touring, her voice became so good, and she wrote Emancipation of Mimi on that tour. And then in 2005, did Emancipation of Mimi, and then it was, like, the biggest album of all time. What um what was on Charm Bracelet? Like what was the Through biggest... the Rain. Okay. One of them was like, "Boy, I need you. I want you to da da my love." I think I I think I know. I know. And then there, I mean there's others because I literally like I'm a Mariah fan. I'm not a mega fan like in the sense that I can't list you like Butterfly is my favorite. Love Butterfly. My favorite album. Daydream I think is my favorite Mariah album. I mean her voice sounds the best. She Truly has 900 albums. Yeah. She's a prolific music writer. And I love the fact that her pool is in the shape of a cleft note. (laughs) Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Honestly, she better work. If anyone else deserves a pool in the shape of a... I mean, come on. I know. She can get it. Absolutely. Okay, the year's 2004, and I just want to let... I just want to kind of, like, get people in the mood to just sort of... Go back in time. Got it. And this list that I'm going to read to us is brought to you by Pop Sugar today. Usually I like to find really absurd websites like, like, 
Pinky's Stinker. Like, it's like there are really weird websites that have these lists, but this one's pretty legit. Okay. So, number one, Jennifer Aniston is people's most beautiful woman. Got it. Jude Law, people's sexiest man. Okay. Orlando Bloom, hot people's hottest bachelor. Do we still do that? I don't know. I don't I don't know. Beyonce won her first Grammy without Destiny's Child this really? year. Really? Yeah. Now she's got what, fifty seven hundred? Literally. She looks Look at how many she brought home she for looks... Dangerously in Love. By the way, recently like her tour, she's I there's no more she's the most beautiful woman on the face. Alive. She I is can't get our over Everything. She's probably our greatest living performer, I would say. No question. Like, unreal. Who's better? No one. No one. Period. Oh, Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck broke up in 2004. That was, I remember, Gigi. Gigi. But then, J-Lo married Mark Anthony. You know, that was always a strange marriage, but for Latinos, everyone knows that Mark Anthony, he's like this god in, like, Latin America. They were, like, um, throbbing moist for Mark Anthony. Oh, yeah. This, that, five, what, he's like 3'7", and he just can, but he really can sing. <laughs> so, every time they show the microphone stands at the Grammys, and he's standing there, I'm like, that mic stand is one foot tall. Um, but he is really an unbelievable singer. <laughs> he has a beautiful voice. He does. I understand why J-Lo wanted to fuck him. Of She's course. like, this guy can sing. His talent, yeah. talent, talent, talent. And you know what? Not for nothing, J-Lo kind of has always gone for talent. Casper Smart, amazing dancer. Uh, yes, that's right. She did date her dance. She married Chris her dancer. Chris Judd, another amazing dancer. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think Mark Anthony is probably the most talented that I she's I would say married. that. Yeah. Alex Rodriguez, good at baseball. Right. Sports. Yeah. Um, Jennifer Lopez, what an interesting career. Interesting woman. Yeah. The mother. Of? <laughs> That's her new movie. It's oh, The Mother. The Mother. Just The Mother. The, the Mother. The Mother. Uh, I watched Selena on the plane and I thought she did a really good job. Best, best, best performance. Yeah. We don't need the dress. <sighs> Such a good scene. Um, all the cool kids went to MTV Spring Break Cancun. That was huge. Cool. Jessica Simpson was a singer then. Yes. Oh, yeah. Prince William and Kate Middleton go public. Charlize Theron's spray tan. Oh, from Monster. Remember she had to show everyone that she wasn't the monster anymore? Yeah, and looked absolutely gorgeous. Um, And I guess I'm going to end it on the fact that Friends ended. The series finale of Friends. What? I never watched Friends. Can I say something controversial? Hmm. I never watched Friends either. And guess what? I only started watching Friends (laughs) when I was in London this past year because I told Patty that I had never watched Friends. Pat Regan? Patty Harrison. Oh, oh, she makes me laugh harder than anyone on the face of the planet. I I think she's like afraid of how obsessed I am with her. Because she, we did this. I'm sorry to cut off your story, but no. she did this. We did this like taping for like Netflix. I was like, all I was the there. all the gays, right? I went. I literally went alone. <laughs> and I <laughs> among seven thousand like, gays. By the yeah. way, I have the most insane story about that night with Rosie playing the drums and then balls flying at us at the end. And I, then me and Trixie, me and Trixie, t- Trixie texts me the next day and she goes, "Was that a fever dream?" It was. The show never ended. It was like a. a so I actually left. Good. After I saw your set, which was great. I went first. So I was, it was Bob and then me. Bob, then you. I think I left after Joel. Joel killed. Which was like at the, 
at the Joel was in the middle at the very end. No, Joel was in the middle. But Patty, whatever. I yeah. I but so she goes up. Yeah. And she starts real serious. She's like, I just want to say this is. I wrote this song. By the way, everyone can go and stream this special on Netflix. they, They cut a bunch of people out. I have no idea. Really? Yeah. Anyways, Patty. She makes me laugh. Yeah. I was crying. I was literally crying when that, she got that, off stage. That I think she was like, get really away amazing. from me. Oh, my God. No. But Patty, when she found out I had never watched Friends, she was like, you need to watch Friends. Really? Yeah, because she watched she all of Friends. She doesn't strike me as a Friends lover. But you know what's interesting? We were talking about how funny, how like brilliant Lisa Kudrow as Phoebe yes. is. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. And kind of when I rewatched it through like the lens of Phoebe, Phoebe, I was like, whoa, this sh-, like she's so funny. I think as individuals, they're all good actors, and their characters are. I like I like Ch- Chandler. Yeah. I like Monica. Yeah. I like Jennifer Aniston. I think they're all really good and talented. They are. But um, just together, like the show just felt I don't, like I love Ab Fab, absolutely mm. fabulous. Mm-hmm. I like watching No Morals. I, these yeah. two drunk high women who hate their Ab daughter. Ab Fab is so fun. I there's literally nothing funnier than Ab Fab. Yeah. My trainer and I, my trainer is Australian, but he, he looks really muscular and scary, but he's very gay and Australian. Love like, it. Like Damon, how was your day? Oh, my dog is sick, and I'm really upset about it. Um, <laughs> he and I, literally in the middle of a workout, he'd be like, "I hey, remember that one time." I love that. Okay, well now I just need to say, I just need to introduce you. We're in Chicago, oh, Illinois, hi, yes. and I have, I have the legendary Matteo Lane joining sure. me today. I remember when you did um, mine and Christie's show? I, I do, I do. Ashley versus Jessica Simpson at the so end, they fun. both lost. <laughs> <laughs> and now every time I hear the ramp up, bum bum, that I think of you. Well, thank you. That's an honor. <laughs> but also, that performance is a haunted performance <laughs> of a song. Like, it's, if you don't know what we're talking about, it is the Simpson Sisters. Yes, on an ABC Christmas special with yes. Nick and Jessica. And yes. Ashley was the special guest. And they came to sing Little Drummer Boy yeah. together. Yeah, the drummer boy Cobra Pum Pum. Me and my drum. It was crazy. And then Jessica, who oversings literally anything, she's like, I'm like, it's enough of you two. It's enough. Has anyone read the lyrics? Why are you singing like this? It's like Christina does Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. It's like, it's uh, such a sad song. And she's like, Have yourself. I, like, it's enough. I'm like, <clears throat> Christina was, well, here's a question for you. Christina. Okay. But Because I like singers. And I was, was going to ask, <laughs> what was the vibe in high school? Like, what was your vibe? I, in when Christina school? came out at the MTV Music Awards with that blonde hair and the red yeah, low lights yep. underneath, and and did a remix of uh, she did a remix of Genie. Of didn't Genie, she? I lost. I mean, that just gaze. She got the yeah. gaze. I remember when she did the Come On Over Baby music video, there was a making a video. For yeah, of it, course. And I was obsessed with her green, white, and blue. Big plaid pants, and she also had stick on crystal yes. bedazzling, yeah. like right above her pussy. Yep. And I was like, I just remember being like, this is sex. Like <laughs> her tiny, you know, tiny, tiny. body, 
so much hair. Yeah. Like hair wings. Oh. Oh. No one gives her I, I, I do feel like no one gives her enough credit. You know, I'll tell you why. Because sometimes less is more. Yeah. That's what I'll say about that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. like it really really less is more. I think it's enough. But um uh Christina does something. She's she's interesting because she's such a good singer. Yeah. But I I I'm not into her music. I mean, I like her first two albums. Stripped was an unbelievable album. Beautiful album. Uh but she 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 goes Me saying stripped beautiful album. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. I thought it was a great album. album. But I'm as of late, I'm like, I don't I don't know. She's I she'll have a huge comeback, you know. Whatever. I pray. I just like I I think we've seen it many times when artists change their name. Jennifer Lopez, J Lo, Puff Daddy now P Diddy, then Diddy, now Love. It's love. It's love now. Okay. And Christina is now ex Tina. Right. And you know, Right. Do we need it? I don't know. I don't think so. Um, okay, we need to talk about high school. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is my school. fault. No, no, no. I get no, no. off this on is, tangents. This is good. I love tangents. And also this is good because like all this was happening while you were in high school. Mm -hmm. So you were in high school from 2000 to 2004. Mm -hmm. First of all, like, what were you like? What was your high school like? What was going on? My high school was in the northwest suburb of Chicago, and it was pretty, pretty, like, you know, I was a loser. What do you mean? Uh, I was not, po I was made fun of a lot. I actually, a lot of my insecurities stem from high school because it was just obvious I was a giant homosexual mm. and people wanted to let me know. You know, what's funny is like, I got called faggot all the time, but looking back, I'm like, well, they weren't wrong. <laughs> but, um, you know, it was, it was tough. I was made fun of a lot. And so I kind of was like withdrawn. Like, I don't. I don't I don't know like you know it's like when you find your tribe like once I found comics over any community I've been a part of comedians I feel the most a part of yeah and I think it's because we all stem from the same like weird mentality yeah. you know like we think and speak weird to one yeah. another and uh, I just didn't have anyone like that and I, I remember in high school my cousin Megan dated this guy named Caesar and he lived in the city city and I started hanging out with them. So by junior year I wasn't doing I would go to school and then immediately go to the city. I mean Hang it's like out a with Caesar. Yeah. I'm obsessed that Caesar, his name Chuck was and Caesar. Mark. And they're yeah. And but that they sort of gave me confidence and they didn't care about like I don't know my life. I, yeah. yeah, they taught me how to dress. Like, it was, oh, what were you wearing? I love asking people what their style was in high school. Well, like a shell necklace with really long shaggy hair. Braces. Really yeah. long shaggy hair. Yeah, I had really long shaggy hair, but my hair is curly. Yes. And I used to have blonde straight hair when I was a kid, and then the second I hit puberty, it became really dark and curly. Honey, you're an Italiano bambino. It's a vero. And it happens. I, I feel like it. it just everyone's born little cutie blonde, and then. It no, all goes honey, to hell. Comes thick, yeah, thick. Well, I just got new hair. hair, so you got like a hair transplant. Yeah, how did how did that feel? Um, it was great. 
Did you do the kind where like they took from another part of your head and then put it in yeah, there? Yeah, that's what they yeah. have to do. Yeah, but I didn't get the strip. It's called FUE, so they take from all around. Yeah, they take. So it's just like, and then they go. But I was losing my hair, and I was like, fuck it, I want to get it done. So I did it in New York. I don't want to be in. I mean, it looks great. Thanks. I mean, it's all coming in. I keep saying it's like a chia pet, like chia chia chia. Yeah. It takes four months, so like in November it was just like chia. So now I'm at like yeah, like yeah. It's like you're. It's it's growing. Yeah, it's coming. I wanted a chia pet so bad. I you never had one. We had no, one. No, my mom was like, no. <laughs> she was like, I guess it's kind of gross. It's she was like, what moss. you want? She was like, you want a pig to bring? You want a mossy pig <laughs> in my house? You know? And yeah. I would be like, yeah. I was like, it's chic, or we can get the fucking guy's head. Wait, where did you grow up? In DC. That is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm dressed like a giant wasp today. <laughs> I'm dressed like a guinea. Um, I'm dressed like I'm on the set of Rent. You know, my mom used to say, my mom, you know, my grandmother is Sicilian. And my like aunt and my aunts and uncles on my mom's side were all called that mm-hmm. as kids. Mm-hmm. And I was like, huh. My like, mom is like a real slur people Yeah, guinea. Yeah. My mom is Italian and Mexican. So, you know, you can imagine. Oh, God. But it's weird how the genetics work because my mother looks very light-skinned Italian. Mm-hmm. And my Aunt Cindy, who's her sister, same parents, looks so Mexican. Like, deep my sister, skin, big hair. My sister looks dark and, like, very Italian. And I have more of, like... The Irish, British, <laughs> like a little, like a little, like pinky, like even though my my body does tan very nicely. I tan too, but in the, I'm like a classic Italian. Where in the wintertime I'm seasick looking, and yeah. then in the summer I turn like Mediterranean. I know, I love it. Okay, style. But what I was a loose. Oh, so I would wear shell necklace, cr- like long, long hair. hair that I would blow dry and straighten. You could give yourself a blowout? Well, I mean, I, I would look like shit. But, I right. mean, I did what I thought was doing a good job. Um, then I would wear, like, a sweater with a shirt over the sweater. And okay. then carpenter jeans. And Wait, pause. Hold on. A sweater with a shirt over the sweater? Like a t- long sleeve T-shirt. With a yes. shirt over that, like a short sleeve oh, shirt. Oh, I see. Over like, that. I get it. Like a layered, like we're playing with layers. <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was playing with shame. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was that was kind of the look. And then when I started hanging out with Caesar, okay. and Mark and Chuck, they taught me how to like. You wear like a button down with like a white shirt underneath, and like mm. they taught me how to dress and yeah. do my hair. Then I cut my hair and. But like, so you, you know, LA looks in it. Love that. Actually got to, what was it, got glued? Remember like the- Oh, like, Gorilla Glue? Yeah. Or not Gorilla Glue, that's, that's no, literal gorilla glue. glue. Yep, I used it. No, I'm kidding. It's, it's, um, a, it, that, it, it was called- um, I know, whatever. it's like yellow. Yes, yeah. I know what you're talking about. With spikes and I had blonde highlights. And you stuff. had tips. Yeah, I had tips. Were you, uh, did you like boy bands? No, I know I was. You know, I'm a classic faggot. I yeah. liked the women singers. Yeah. You know? I wasn't into Mariah until I started singing. I only started singing when I was 15. So let's talk about that. How did you discover that you were so blessed vocally? I wanted to be in the plays. Okay. And I wasn't old enough and I wasn't taken seriously enough. And so this girl named Ashley Stein, who was a part of show choir and choir, said, can you sing? I said, I don't know. So then they, she's like, come sing. I'm like, okay. They're desperate for boys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because no boys, you know, you look gay and all that stuff. So, um... I sang to her the um, from Aladdin. I sing. I can show you the worst oh. riff raff street rat. <laughs> I don't buy that. Oh yes, <laughs> only they look closer. So I sang that, 
And uh, she was like, you have a pretty good voice. And then I went and saw my teacher and he like sang, I sang at the piano. He was like, you should join choir. And I was just like, okay, it was like a way to get on stage. But he was very smart because he could recognize very early on. He's like, you know, you really have, I think, what it takes to sing. Uh-huh. He's like, you should train. And we have a trained uh, opera teacher, Nick Falco. He can teach you how to sing. I said, okay. And I, I taught with this guy named Nick Falco for like six years. Oh my God. And like very intense opera training, like breathing through <clears throat> straws, laying on the floor, like da 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 da. He was a great, Nick Falco in Chicago. He was a great vocal coach. And he would teach me like little like operettas and stuff. But of course I wanted to sing like Broadway. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, my first training, you know, you're singing like, but I have a deep, I'm a bass, which is funny. Right. I'm not like a high gay tenor. I'm like, yes, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. <gasps> oh my God. I, I can still hit I those want, low notes. I want to like, I, <laughs> I, I was like, I don't think I can go low. Well, it's, it's weird. Cause it's I'm like, an alto. Are you? I am. I used to be a soprano one, and then really, yeah, and then <laughs> I guess my balls dropped. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was funny because I was probably 115 pounds with one eyebrow, oh. and I mean one eyebrow. I well, I've taken care of that. What? Do you... you think I turned Italian yesterday? I had one eyebrow. <laughs> I had to get that taken care of asap. My and it, my and my Puerto Rican friend Trini did my eyebrows for a long time, and it looked it. You can look at photos of me. I'm like, well, were that's just a Puerto shaped? Rican woman. Were they eye. shaped? Of course they were shaped. Are you kidding me? Yeah, you have high she, arch. Yeah, of course. <laughs> look, when you hang out with Puerto Ricans and they want to do your eyebrows. You say yes. You say yes. And it's a look. And it's a look. with the, the I, ooh, Like I, Caesar did, he's Puerto Rican. He did his eyebrows, but he had a very angular face. Right. I didn't have an angular face. I just purchased one yesterday, <laughs> but I did not have an angular face. So it was just this flat face with a lot of rosacea because I had I, rosacea yeah. and I had to get that lasered off. And then I got my rosacea lasered off. Really? Yes. And then when I moved here, my rosacea, like, came back with a vengeance. Oh, mine just happened here on my neck and chest. I had to get it lasered two weeks ago. Yeah, you got to get these things blasted off. <laughs> Honey, you do. Yeah. I mean, Lord have mercy upon our souls. I know. I know. <laughs> but that was it. So I had Puerto Rican women eyebrows, rosacea. Rosacea face. Um, Blow, a blowout that you gave co- yourself. Right, cousin it on my head. Yeah. A shell necklace. A layer, your layers, layers Air pastel. And Aeropostale. Isn't that what it was called? Yeah. I, I wasn't cool enough to go to Abercrombie. No, it was always like, to me it was like Abercrombie was premier. And oh. then it was like, you either became, if you didn't do Abercrombie, you either did Hollister, American right. Eagle. I or, loved American Eagle. Or Aeropostale. <laughs> <laughs> Aeropostale. Si. Si. Tu par italiano? Un poco. Un poco, okay. Um, and... It's like the Aeropostale people. See, we were, it was reject. We were known as rejects. Yeah. It was like, it, it was like, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to No, trash, it. complete trash. You might as well walk around wearing crack cocaine. <laughs> because Aeropostale, what, it was, the it was thing, bad. It was, and it was also like, it, they, they could have differentiated themselves, but they were trying too hard they to be. They were the Jessica Simpson. It's giving of them Kirkland. All. It's giving. It's giving Mandy Moore candy. Yeah, which is a great song, by the way. Um, you know, I also realized too. I didn't realize it until I was older. But the reason I think I wasn't 
popular and I didn't have confidence is my family wasn't rich. Mm. And I look back and I realize all the popular kids all had money. Do you think that's still true now? I mean, we have we yes. we don't fully know because obviously we're not like <laughs> We're not like hanging out. I wish I asked you that question. We're like Josie Grossy. <laughs> yeah. We're like going back to high school to like hang out with the popular yeah. girls and falling in love with our teacher. <laughs> Inappropriate. <laughs> Josie Grossy. If I was like, if I was like, do you think it's that way now? And if your response was, well, in fifth period English yesterday, I have to say <laughs> that I. I'd still fail it, by the way. I almost failed yeah. high school. Were you a good student? No. Not at all? No, not at all. I didn't do any of my homework. I Me refused. Either. I didn't study. I almost failed high school. Really? Yeah. What? How, how did you get out of it? Um, I had a... My teachers liked my personality. Literally. Yeah. I feel the same. Yeah. I mean, there's no way you can fail high school, but it wasn't like I graduated... Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.com. Dot edu slash podcast. Rated with like flying colors. My right. parents were like, phew, when I yeah. got out. Were you, you have siblings. Yes, but I grew up on the same block with all my cousins who were the same age as me. Mm. So I'm one of three, but I really do feel like I'm one of like a hundred. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Um, I sometimes will have stress dreams. Like if I have things you know, because there is an aspect to comedy and writing and uh, things of the that's creative collegiate. nature. That's that. That's yeah. Is that the word scholastic. Scholastic. Collegiate. 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 You'll no say. Riff raff. <laughs> <laughs> My vocabulary is like. I, I speak five languages. I'm horrible in English. Honey, whatever was in like an Us Weekly in 2006, <laughs> that's kind of like where my vocabulary began. Remember Star Magazine back then and yes. how horrible they were? Yes. I mean, it's uh, like, no wonder we grew up so judgmental because yes. I literally at the grocery store thought it was appropriate, like the worst and best beach bodies. Oh, yeah. Well, I was I'm just, like, what? All of my body dysmorphia is rooted in high school and like is yeah. rooted in that culture we were also you're italian yeah italians are very focused on looks which yes. is a downside to being italian and also i'm gay so i'm italian and gay which is like looks looks yeah so you know so i filled my fucking cheeks yesterday i mean my mother was the best mom but it was very are you gonna go out wearing that right are you right. uh looking like my that? mother was like please just go out yeah. Because what did I do on Friday nights? My cousin Brian and I played Pokemon Red till four o'clock in the morning. 
Did you drink at all in high school? No. The f- one time I tried drinking with Caesar, I threw up out. Of, I threw up on my friend Chuck's mom's car or their minivan. <laughs> she felt so bad. I lo- ended up really loving her. Um, and uh, uh, on the car, in the car, in the car. And then I passed out. And then they called me fetus because I just was like that. And then they filmed it. So I have no idea if Caesar they still has filmed that. it. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah, because Caesar, yeah, filmed it. And then I woke up the next day and just went to a water park. I mean, those are the days you could drink and then just go. You were How like, was the water park? Ah. It was, we got kicked out. Why? Uh, we kept mooning people. <laughs> you know. It sounds like a wholesome high school experience. Kind of. I mean, I always knew that I belonged somewhere else. I never fit into high school. I was made fun of. I never. I was never popular. I wasn't like. I quit doing theater and, and musicals and all that stuff by junior year. Like why? I just, because I just. I. I didn't. And now I look back. I'm glad I did, because it, I. I just didn't like the musical theater vibe. Mm. Everyone felt very competitive and. I didn't feel it was like a, a kumbaya. People were mean. People were catty. Yeah. Like, I mean, we t- I, we talk about this a lot on this show. Really? Because so many of my guests are... Musical theater. And our, our friends and yeah. in our community. And a lot of them came through musical theater and came through theater programs. Because I never I, did all the theater programs and stuff. I didn't either because my the director of our theater... Like hated me for whatever reason. Which Probably saw that you were talented. Saw that I was talented. Saw that I was stunning. Saw that I was, you know, <laughs> everything she wasn't. Um, <laughs> but I do think that like high school theater across the board is super cutthroat. Yeah. And I think it's also like, I think that the teachers. Oh, my teacher, my theater teacher was. Horrible. Yeah, and they do this thing that I really disagree with, where they're like, "Well, <laughs> that's the real world. That's showbiz," and it's like, "No, honey, we're in fucking high school. Like, you first." I all, just got my period yesterday. Yeah, it's enough. Like, no. Also, you're not paying me. Cut me a goddamn check, yeah. and then I'll take it seriously. <laughs> you can tell we're in the business for a while because yeah. we're like, "Am I getting paid?" Yeah. Then shut the fuck up. They're getting paid for extracurricular activity. Yeah, for teachers. Yeah, I know. And stuff. I say I'm not. Oh, you want me to come here and have you tell me that my body isn't good enough to be in the urchins and fucking little shop? <laughs> you know, I the last play I did do though in high school was called Blood Brothers. And the only reason I got this role was the, the narrative. First of all, this is not a story for high school. It's about a British. <laughs> I mean, it's called Blood Brothers. <laughs> the plot is horrible. It's the a British mother has twins, and but she's poor. And then a rich lady is like, I want one of the kids, so give me the kid. And so she steals one of the kids and says, you can never tell anyone if you do, like they'll kill themselves. And then they, they end up meeting each other later in life and they, they die. And uh, that was high school. And uh, But I got the role of the narrator. And the narrator role I would come out and sing basically the same song every 15 minutes just like all this like sort of superstitious like shoes up on the table and the spiders being killed someone broke the looking glass and uh, I only got it because I was the only one who could sing and my, and my theater teacher was really mad at me. he didn't like me at all and now I'm doing the Chicago theater but um I mean and I bet you he's gonna come 
No. Is he, dead? he doesn't. No, I think he just retired. Oh. But the, but the senior year, I did audition for the musical because everyone was like, "Well, you're the best singer. You should audition this the role." I got all the way to mean Jimmy. Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy. Oh my God, Jimmy! I can't remember his last name. Uh, Kenny, I think. I don't know. Oh my God, James. Ugh, whatever. We were the top two. James Cameron. James Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> I played the old bitch in Titanic. <laughs> it was a, it was a ship of dreams. Uh, that's Sherry O'Terry. Right? But um. Terry Terry, big influence on me. But uh, I remember I, we got to the top two, and then Jimmy got it, and then I was put in the chorus. And then so I told him, I walked into his office and said, I quit. Yeah. And I was like, that. and I sang Through the Rain on my way home. Also, no one puts Baby in the corner. They did. They, and they called and me they, a faggot. No, they didn't. I'm joking. Oh, no, I was they, about they, to be no. like, your teacher called you that? Yes. No, he didn't. I'm joking. <laughs> but it would be funny, though, because like I wanted to come up with a joke. Like Everyone was like, what was your nickname in high school? I'm like, mine was faggot. <laughs> I mean... That you you certainly can. Kids were brutal. That's why when I I have this joke, I'm like, I see seven year olds at the human rights campaign. They're like, my struggle coming out, I'm like you piece of shit. You go home and turn off the lights and listen to Madonna and cry like the rest of us. I you know. son of a bitch. I I also have a joke that I stopped saying because it flopped all the time. <laughs> I've, I, have a lot I was of like, those. I was like, do you ever hate the fact that teenagers are just authentic all the time? Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, they're celebrated by their individualism. Yeah, my entire first eighteen years of my life was trying to fit in. That's what I'm saying. Also, oh, you think that you can just like cry on social media and ever, and that's going to make you more popular? Wrong. Go and cry in private. <laughs> Because that's where you're supposed to cry. It hurts to laugh because I got filler yesterday. <laughs> and I but, look insane, but it's so true. You know, I'm just like, oh, now people could just like cry <laughs> like in their car being like, I'm just Can you, what would this? What would your stepmom character say if she saw her stepdaughter's crying video? I mean, she would probably <laughs> be like... She definitely call her like a fucking pussy, <laughs> you know. Or she'd be like, she'd be like, it's pathetic. Clearly, the only thing on your body that can get wet is your face. <laughs> That's probably what she would say. Isn't it sick how I can just come up with that? Like, I it's like well, first of all, it's very Meredith from yes. like that's the true inspiration. Meredith Blake. Meredith Blake, and I that that stepmom shit. I could watch it for. Our, you always turn around. There's some sort of new plastic yeah, surgery there's some, you've done. Some, some laser. Some... I want to go. I wanted to. Next time I go and get filler, I will record. Because, <laughs> like, I wanted to do it. Like, I want I want to be getting, like, an injection, like, in my lip. And I want to, like, record. But I can't talk <laughs> while being, No, like... you have to stay still. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday when she was putting it in, I kept going, like, hmm. And she was like, she was stop like, it. Yeah, she, literally. She was like, if you don't stop it, I'll just stick this in your throat. I'm like, okay. <laughs> then she called me a faggot. And then I was like, wow. It's like I'm back in high school. <laughs> oh, my God. Knock, knock, knock. Is that a door knock I hear? Why, yes, it is. Welcome to the high school guidance counselor's office. I'm your high school guidance counselor. This felt like the perfect time to get into um, sort of... Mm, rectifying wrongdoings of your high school past. In this section of the podcast, you can say fuck you to someone, you can apologize to someone, or you can do both. Well, I apologize to everyone for my hair and rosacea. Um, <laughs> let's just start there. Um, I would... No, because you know what? Honestly, not to sound like so, um, you know, pageanty, but honestly, all those experiences helped me realize who I am. Yeah. Made me... Who I and I hold on to those things. Like when I'm on stage today, I still I don't forget those things, you know. So yeah. it's like I don't know. I don't. I I all those experiences help me become 
I think, an interesting person. And I ended up going to art school. I went to the School of the Art Institute of Chicago, mm-hmm. and I got accepted with five drawings. It was like the most amazing moment of I my mean, life. I mean, you can really, you are an insanely talented individual, Mateo. Yeah, no, knock, knock, knock at my door. Um, <laughs> you funny. can really fucking draw. Well, I was a professional artist for years. Now I'm so far removed from that career, I can look back at it and say, mm-hmm. like, I was absolutely a prodigy, a child prodigy. I was absolutely above and beyond. I mean, it was like, when it comes to drawing, that is the most natural talent that I have. I'm just sitting and drawing. I Today, I could sit and draw anything at all. You can also, like, you draw, I feel like you can draw so many styles. Yeah. I really, I really, I did oil painting, fashion illustration, animation. I did charcoal. I mean, I did literally any kind of style. I, I I know I sound verbose, but like drawing, looking back, I'm like, wow, I really can't believe I did all that. I can. But, but somehow the flame left. Once I started doing comedy, like the, the, the drawing flames out. I have a very similar trajectory as you because I went to Parsons after high school mm. and I studied photography. Oh, nice. And I kind of. Something I'm not good at. <laughs> I mean, now, like not to be dark but now i kind of feel like i was at the very tail end of after my graduating class i'm fairly certain they got rid of the color dark room oh yeah the red rooms that well the the red rooms are for black and white color are completely light tight so it's pitch black and it was i loved color printing it was like my favorite thing i loved the process of art making i think especially the fine arts you Uh. know we didn't have – I went back and spoke a couple of years after I graduated and I went to a class. Peggy McNamara, who does a class called Scientific Illustration, which is done at this, the Field Museum. We had seven-hour classes at SAIC. Oh, my God. And we would sit and draw the taxidermy to animals all day, and then we would learn how to watercolor and everything. And um, everyone had tablets. And I said, I know this is the way that the world is working, but I encourage all of you to learn – the fine arts from these materials like tactile first, materials yeah. because otherwise you'll never be able to apply that to because now i work digitally but i work digitally as a fine artist you know what's strange i i was never a good drawer i was never a good painter i've over pandemic i got really into watercolor because it's like the most forgiving you can oh i disagree it's the most difficult really you yeah. think oh Yes. I find it to be so forgiving. Oil paint to me is the most forgiving. You just I, scrape it off and paint right over. And... Oil paint like scares me. If you really get used to it, it's like sculpture. Yeah. I mean, you really are playing like acrylic. You better make your decision quick, or you do a bunch of layering. I don't like acrylic. You know, it's plastic. But oil painting is um, wow. This, I'm sure this is so fun for your audience. Um, <laughs> you know, we're talking about Mariah Carey and the and the 2000s, and I'm talking to you about John Singer Sargent. But I just I enjoy oil painting. It's a it's a it's a it's like living. It's free. It's a very yeah. freeing art. But, yeah. You know, obviously, you have to have a lot of control with it. Yeah. I uh, I got into watercolor, and I just like it really like. I what I miss about fine arts is that it sucks you in mm-hmm. and like you're not thinking literally about anything else and I have not found anything yet in my life as meditative as that yeah. like in you know obviously like I do believe I do believe I was put on earth to be a performer um yeah you yeah and I always felt that way I just never had in high school the 
confidence, like finding my confidence, which is something I actually want to, that's so corny that I'm going to ask you that question, but I am going to ask you that question. Okay. I but found like, it through Mariah. Yeah. Like finding, <laughs> finding confidence to actually pursue what I wanted to pursue was a bit of a, you know, roundabout way for me. Three people that gave me confidence. My friend Caesar. Caesar's iconic. Yeah, but we don't talk anymore. But if he's out there, love Shout you, Caesar. Shout out to Caesar. My friend Micah, when I went to college, Micah, I went to college with him. And he fascinated me. He was uh, Korean adopted into a Jewish family with two black sisters. He's gay. My God. He grew up in Boston. And he just, he just had this attitude about him. I don't give a fuck kind of attitude. Love that. And I, I, I really attached myself to that because it was a kind of strength that I needed. I really was not confident at all. And then getting into comedy, Joan Rivers yeah. helped me find my courage through stand-up. But now with stand-up, I feel like so much stronger as a person. But Micah was, the, was a huge turning point in my life to be okay. You know, to, be, to the realization that I can laugh at myself yeah. was so healing, which I know a lot of people don't like the sort of self-deprecation, but you know, I was so afraid of my own shadow yeah. and being called faggot and being made fun of and being exposed for being gay. Being able to laugh at that yeah. was such an eye-opener because mm -hmm. I do everything with with humor and healing through humor. My family's very humorous and we all use like humor to he like with all of our trauma. Um, that was a big, that was a big eye opener for me. It was probably the, it was like the biggest turning moment in my life was that relationship. I love that. I love that so much. Everything went better in college. High school was just like, I, think, I felt chained to the fucking like stupid system of, of be popular and this and that. It's of just course. Like, I mean, you're like, I had a similar feeling through high school of just like the whole time I was like this is not my place, this place is not for me. And and I feel so thankful that I had a mom that was also like, your life is so much bigger than this. Yeah, This is a iota of your time. But isn't it strange instance. how formative it is? It's and how so formative. It's so, we still, we're in our 30s and we're still thinking about it. Oh yeah. I mean, it haunts me every day. <laughs> <laughs> I said, that's why I sit here fucking yammering on about it. That is hysterical. I mean, that's a recent photo of me. This was me. Wait, well. That she's, statue? She's not up here. <laughs> she's missing. She's missing. I'll, I'll, I'll find way, her. Contact is such a good movie. Oh, my God. This is not for my podcast, but I this is so sorry, cute. I mean, honestly, slouching towards Bethlehem, honey. Come on, that's a good read. That's a good read. Did you read in high school? No, me either. I was drawing. Love I would that. just draw. I was smoking, and pot. I never took art class. That's you I, ever? No. You didn't take it at all in no. your high school. So you were just like this, like raw talent yes. for singing and art. For singing, I trained. Right. I mean, I had a raw talent. I think you need to have a real. Yeah, you did, but you but, hone it in. But drawing, I'm telling you. Did they? Did anyone at your high school know that you were such a good drawer? Yeah, they, the people knew I could draw. Girls would ask me to draw them like Disney princess characters and stuff. They did. Mm -hmm. Would they pay you? <laughs> no, those fucking cheap bitches. I want my money. I mean, honestly, if they still have them, worth something, honey. You better keep your eye out on yeah, eBay. Emily Zach, I want my money. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm so friends with Emily. I love her. Katie Maloney, you're listening. Um, if you could go back in time and give your high school self any advice, what would it be? Um, uh, you're gay. But I mean, I knew I was. Um, did you have any sexual relationships with anyone no, in high school? No. No. Are you joking? I worked at Michael's. 
craft supplies? Yes. I love that. And I stole. I got fired for stealing. Really? Yeah, and I what'd, dated, you, what'd you stole? Um, what'd you stole? What'd you steal? They caught me with a Winnie the Pooh cake pan, but I stole a lot. I mean, I would have friends come in. This is real Chicago living. I'd have friends come in. I'd say, yeah, take whatever you want. They'd fill up a cart, and then I would, they would, I would swipe a... Um, I would swipe their student IDs and print a fake receipt, and then they walk out to the car and just go. That's so funny to tell your friends, take whatever you want. Take, take what you want. But, like, honestly, very kind of socialist of you, very sort of stick it to the man. Very I was like giving. Robin Hood. Yeah. Like, Michael's doing really well still. Kind yeah, they're of, doing fine. They're like, actually doing better they're, that's because right. of it. That's true. Yeah. I would say. I truly told my friend to go to Michael's for something that he was looking for the other day. And it, there it. is It's funny when I walk back into a Michael's, it's like, like, memories. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just starting to remember everything. You're like, oh They have God. everything there. Yeah, I, I still like Michael's. Here's I what I want to know. Yeah. Michael's, Bed Bath, RIP Bed Bath. Yeah. All of those stores, it's like, you could buy, at Bed Bath, you're buying your Bed Bath and Beyond goods. At Michael's, you're buying your crafts, you're buying your fabrics, whatever. But then there's always a section where they're trying to sell you, like, jumbo jugs of Twizzlers. Yeah. We, that's <laughs> a lot of stuff. We stole candy. Yeah. And this woman named Dawn who worked with us, she had one tooth. I'm sure she's dead. She um, she had one tooth. One tooth. One bottom tooth that was black. She and mate, y'all getting fired. Every night, we, we, as we're cleaning up, she said, y'all getting fired. Y'all getting fired. She was fired, and then she ended up working at the Marshalls across the street, and we would see her on her smoke breaks. Uh, but um, I don't remember how I brought Oh, we would still candy. Yeah. And I w- that's where I really fell in love with Nerd's Rope. Ugh, Nerd's Rope. Honestly, Nerd's, the pipeline between Nerd's Rope fans and very successful creatives is something to be It's researched. just streamlined. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if I you think you're right. fuck with Nerds Rope, I trust you actually. Yeah. I loved it. Nerds Rope, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, Sweet Tarts and Sprees, I think are I really good. I love Sprees. And not the chewy Sprees. No, the heart. I almost choked on a, died on a Spree. A purple but one at the pool. You know what? You, that's an honor. Yeah. And at the pool. We yeah. would get it at the pool. Yeah. Then I ended up working at the pool. I taught swim lessons with my cousin Kelly, but we don't know how to swim. What? Our moms forced us to get jobs when we were 16. You know, Italians. Like, yeah. are you working? And, was that uh, your summer job? That was our summer job. And then we would have, because uh, we lived right by the pool. So and we would do everything with my cousins. So my cousin Megan and my sister, I did not realize how Italian I grew up. Like, everything is about my family. My cousin Megan and my sister were really good swimmers. And they were working as managers. And they were only a year older than us. And so our moms forced them to give us jobs. So we taught, like, kids, like the like the babies with the parents. Yeah. And we would sing songs with them in the pool. And then we would go and gossip. Love that. And we, you know, got tan. Tan. How much are you getting paid an hour? Like I think four dollars or something. Fabulous. Something like that. <laughs> Remember the first paycheck I got? I I bought this thing off an infomercial called the Magic, uh, Magic, not Bullet, but like a Magic Wand or something. It's like you put it in stuff and it blends. Like it. an immersion blender. Yes. Yeah. But then they they gave you all these promises. They were like it can make whipped cream, and but you then when you would make it and you'd eat it, it was horrible. Well, you're an amazing cook as well. Yeah, my mom taught me how to cook. And I love that with your first paycheck, that's what you bought. That's what I went for. That's, <laughs> I, went, I was so proud of it, too. You know what I always wanted so desperately? The set it and forget it, like, rotisserie oven. My parents would never allow that. My, my, we never had a neither. crock pot. Neither did we. We never, yeah. My mom said crock pots would burn your house down. Those salt is bad. Yeah. It's not, it's lazy cooking. It is. Yeah. It is. Um... What did you 
Oh, wait. Okay. If you could go, this is a new question that I'm asking. Okay. Well, I told you, whatever. If you could um, go back to your high school room, is there like one prized possession you had in there that you loved? Um, when the clock hit 3 p.m.? Um, <laughs> no. Nothing? No. Like an album? Like in my high school, like homeroom. Yeah, no, no, no. And you're in your bedroom. Oh, my bedroom. Okay, yeah. I'm looking. I'm thinking my high school. No, 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 I'm like, no, no. oh god. I guess my computer because it's like you know, sort of my reach to the outside world. Zanga. Mm, love Zanga. What kind of computer did you have? An Apple. Ooh, sexy. Like I think like the with the, the clear, color. Yeah. Yeah. The clear butt. Yeah. I love. They come that. in colors everywhere. Blue, orange, clear. We had orange. I loved orange. Orange is my favorite color. I loved orange, too. I still love orange. I had an orange Nintendo 64. My Nintendo 64. Mm. That would have been it. My cousin Brian, or my Game Boy, actually, with with Pokemon. Those are some of my best memories. We're like staying up all night with my cousin Brian, playing video games, yeah. laughing. I just, had that a, was the best. I had a purple game color Game Boy. Remember when Game Boy came, first came out? In yes. Color screens? Oh my god! Of course. I had a purple one. Was I, it the clear purple or the purple mm, purple? It was the purple purple. Okay. I the clear ones were chic. I got that, and they, I was the last one to get it at Walmart. They were really cheap. Mm -hmm. um, I was addicted to that thing. What games did you play? I loved playing. Okay, I had Frogger for it, which is like usually on the PlayStation. But I, there was like a Frogger thing that I could play. I played Mario on okay. it. I played Tetris. I loved. I was like, I'm a puzzle. I'm a puzzle nerd. I'm the opposite. I'm like, I'm like, give me Metroid. Give me Zelda. Give yeah. me Pokemon. I want like adventures. You want a story. And, yeah, and I, I also like Pokemon because you could play with your friends. You collect them and train them. Oh, I still love Pokemon. I think my mom never let us get into like the fads or like the the collections. She didn't want us right. to be like mini hoarders. Even though my right. sister collected. Those um, fancy horse figurines. Well, that's embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite thing Liza Vanelli ever said, and I know she's lying. She was like, most of my friends growing up, they'd collect stamps or cards. I collected lyrics. It's like, no, you fucking didn't. No, you didn't, Liza. You didn't collect lyrics. What does that mean? I collected lyrics. Go home. My sister went to a uh, auction, a charity auction gala for, I think, um, some maybe like a LGBTQIA plus uh, one foundation. Right. And it was a silent auction, and she went with our dear friend Arvond, and they were auctioning off one of Liza Minnelli's black sequin, like, zip-up, like, hoodies. It was... So my sister... I wore that at Studio 54. Yeah. It was so fun. It was me, Red Buttons, <laughs> and, and Charles Oshnabash. But my sister, drunk, was like, was like I'll put down... I'll put down like $2,500 thinking that of course, naturally it's Liza Minnelli's black sequin hoodie. She won it. <laughs> she won the hoodie. Does she still have she it? She still has it. Oh my God. I need to see it. Yeah. I'll, 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 I think I have pictures uh, of Liza her. Liza will. I love her. The day she goes, I, I know that's very morbid of me to say, but like, uh, it's going to be sad. It's going to be very sad. And I look just like her. <laughs> 
I look exactly <laughs> like Liza Minnelli. Like when I do my impression, we'd be like, wow, it's uncanny. I'm like, because I look like her. You, Your impression is very spot on. I've, I, that impression of Liza Minnelli, I've mastered two impressions. My friend Evan Williams, great comedian Evan Williams. Yes. And Liza Minnelli. Can we just also say sexy comedian? Evan? Evan. Yeah, it's upsetting. I mean, that body's loco. He's disgusting. He's sick. He's insufferable. Evan, if you're watching this, you're insufferable. <laughs> Evan's my best friend. Um, I mean, not like your body isn't absolutely insane as well, even though we don't talk about bodies, but we're Italian. What can we, we can't Allora. Help ourselves. Oh, wait. No, oh my God. I'm having too much fun. You didn't, did you go to prom? I did. What'd you wear? A suit from the men's warehouse. Who was your date? And I did not like the way I looked. Was it, what, how did it Remember look? men's warehouse commercials? Awful. You're going to like the way you look. No, I, I hate the way it. I look. I, like, I didn't. But I went with my friend Carrie Costanzo, and she's one of my city friends, and she came. I won Homecoming King, so she came to Homecoming with me. How did you win? Okay, you say you weren't popular. You say you were a loser. You say you were choir. a bad student. Yeah, how did you win Homecoming? I got nominated by choir. So there was the choir, chamber choir, and women's choir, right? Okay. So that's a huge section. Everybody else was on the football team. So it was like five football players who are all fighting for the same votes and then me. Then there was Tantiano Rosaro. Tantiano was up. And uh, and then like just five white girls. And they were all fighting for the same votes. Well, Tantiano had all the Latinos because there was a lot of Latinos in my school. How big was your high school? 2,000 kids. It was huge. I had wow. a big school. Yeah, my graduating class was like 600. Oh, my God. And um, so then I had all the choir kids. So – Literally, we won the popular vote because it was like they were competing for the same votes. And honestly, American politics should go to your high school and see how democracy works, honey. Yes. Because. DeSantis, you need to visit John Hersey High School, you piece of shit. Um, but, you know, I, I, uh, I, me and Tantiana still laugh about that. That's so funny. Did you wear like a crown? Yeah, they put a crown on me. We walked around and it was a whole thing. Did you sit? I, I imagine like sitting on like the, um, I forgot who came on the pod. Someone came on recently and was also homecoming king. Ashley and Simpson. Got to sit, and got to sit like on the back of a, oh, Hannah Einbinder. Yes, at the football game, her yeah. and I sat on the back of the car. I, yeah. I forgot about that. And then they drove us around. Yeah. And that was about it. I mean, th you know, that was it. We, we, you know, I think people were shocked. Like, you know, they couldn't believe that I won. I mean, whatever. So, but then, okay, so then you went to prom. You had fun at prom. Prom, I went with Brittany. Brittany Murphy, I think was her name. Wow. And she was uh, such a nice girl. She was a great dancer. We were like the plays and stuff in the show. Were you grinding? Stuff. No, but I remember my sister did. She was like, yeah, I was like grinding. I was like, oh my God. Okay. Sex on the dance floor. Were you drinking? No. You were just there raw dogging it, having a good time. Did you have a good time? I remember I had a good time. Was there a theme? Um, was I think some, like Enchanted or something stupid. <laughs> Something gay. The theme is enchanted. <laughs> yeah, literally, <laughs> literally the gayest thing in the world. And then I'm like, I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, I just don't like any of that kind of stuff. I'm yeah. not a big. I don't go out. I don't go to parties. I'm not a big party guy. I'm uncomfortable at parties. I just want to sit with comedians at a table and gossip. Yeah, I mean it is fun. Um, and my last question of the podcast. No. Okay. I mean, we already know you didn't. It was if you had a senior superlative. Oh, um, no, I did not. Do you think? No one had any hope in me. 
That is not true. I, I, I know it sounds crazy, but I promise you, I absolutely promise you, not a single person had any kind of hope in me. One person did, and he died. Who was that? This teacher. Now I can't remember his name, but he was clearly gay. And I think inappropriate. Like, had, like, the football players, like, hanging out with him in his office. The whole situation was weird. But, um... Not the football players hanging out in the office. It was weird. I was, but, but he was a big, you know, theater queen. Mm-hmm. And, um... I forget his name. And anyway, he was like obsessed with my voice. Upset, like, and not like an uncomfortable, like, I, is this man going to diddle me? Like, he was like very much like, you should be a singer. You should do it. You should, like, he was the only person I can think of in my life that said anything positive to me about it. That was it. Were your parents positive with you about it? Yeah, you know, my, my mom, I, I have to say, my, my parents did a great job raising us, but they, you know, it's like, I didn't really share with them the trauma and shit that I was going through in high school because it's shame-based because I'm dealing with being gay and I don't want any road to lead back to that because if you get caught, all hell will break loose. So it's just about covering it up, covering it up, covering it up. Um, But they they always wanted me to just be happy. But I was never like a sports kid. I was never put into any like – we. I just sat and drew all day. I would just draw for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. I'd stay up all night drawing for hours and hours and hours. That's all and I would then, do is draw. And then you bought that little immersion blender. I did. And then you went into and the kitchen. We made, I was, we, you had to use uh, skim milk to whip it. You couldn't use whole milk. And we'd whip it and we'd make it a froth. My cousin Brian and I tasted it. It was warm and tasted burnt. It was disgusting. Ew. Yeah, but it looked pretty. My mom's like, why don't you just get whipping cream and make whipped cream? We're like, but the commercial said. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> Ah, oh, those yeah. commercials. Those com- I love the the best cooking commercial of all time is the Magic Bullet with the Australian guy yep. and the blonde woman who has four other people at the table look like her, and then this woman named Greta. I think I think her name was Greta. Literally comes down. No, what was her name? I think it was Greta. She comes down. That she's in a house coat, smoking, and she's like, "Does someone say garlic? I hate stinky, nasty garlic." <laughs> I'm like, oh, Greta, so you just do this, put this, put that, and in one second, it's done. Yeah. Wow, this is, I love it. Oh, we should do, you and I should do an infomercial. I would, it would Can be. Can we plan that? Absolutely. Okay, we can I'm, be the hosts of it. We can have all of our friends come. We can, like, please, be in the kitchen and just make shit. Please. And film it exactly like an early aughts it's infomercial. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, Mateo. I'm so happy that you came on my podcast. Oh, thank I could, you so much. I could talk to you for I could talk to you forever. Nine hundred years. I truly fucking love you. I and love I'm you. I'm so happy that you said yes, and I'm I'm very happy oh for you. Oh my god, I'm so happy that you're here, and everyone needs to go and watch your new special. Yes, I have a special out on YouTube. Uh, it's called Hair Plugs and Heartache. And it comes out June 11th. So if you've not seen it, please watch it. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Thanks. I'm very proud of it. I cannot wait. Everyone, go. Honestly, it's on YouTube. That's like the easiest thing in the world. You know, no one's plugging anything kooky here. It's just straight up YouTube. (laughs) Go to YouTube. Oh, my God. Mateo, I'm so excited for you. Thank you. And I adore you so much. Thank you for coming on my show. You're so fun. (laughs) 
It's marvelous. And um, thank you, everyone, for listening to my podcast. If you're in New York City, please come and see me live on July 27th at Littlefield, honey. That's right before I leave for my Scottish adventure. Nice. I'm doing Fringe. Congratulations. Thank you. That will be very fun. I think so. Yeah. Um, You know, and as I say every week on this podcast, stay cool, never change. Until next time, ta-ta. Arrivederci. That was a HeadGum Podcast.